Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you heard a little bit behind the scenes of the radio. That's the magic that makes this radio show happen. I believe it was Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash, who was on before me. Well done you, sir. Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, tick your Rage Our Diaries now. Uh, Eloise is through there. She's setting up, so we can't talk to her. Look, she's not plugged it in. But uh, while I fill and and wonder what we can say without Eloise, we go over to the young gentleman who's joining me in the studio. He's shivering like a homeless man, only because it's cold. You do have a home. It's Dougie Anderson. Oh, hey, maybe try, try, maybe it's that one. Microphone mishap situation. Hello, there we go. Okay, okay, move that mic. There we go. You were correct, Dougie. Just coming in, just coming in. Dougie Anderson, ladies ladies and gentlemen, it's Douglas Dougie Anderson. And good evening to you. Well done. You're gonna have to move that a bit because look, now I have it on an angle because otherwise I'm looking more like that. There we go. Eloise, yeah, yeah, she's here. It's like the, the, the we've got a team here. I'd go as far as to say a classic triumvirate. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. I was on Five Live the other day. I know you pop up on there from time to time. <laughs> I did um, the back end of next week with Nick Hancock, who's a very nice man. Yeah. Very That's nice man. That's the show that goes out on a Sunday. The honest on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like topical comedy, and, and it's like a panel show. I always do very badly on you panel shows. You panic on, pan- on panel shows, don't you? you I do. You, you're not... A lot. You're not in your... Safety Partly net. because the first ever two panel shows I did were um, They Think It's All Over, the sports-based quiz, mm-hmm. hosted by Nick Hancock, mm-hmm. and I flipping hated them because yeah, yeah. I was bullied. First of all, first one, I, I was bullied by um, uh, Gary Lineker, who halfway through <laughs> the recording, when I did a joke huh. that died miserably, turned to me and went, who the hell are you? Oh, that's coming from Gary Lineker. <laughs> from Gary Lineker. And then the second one, when Vinnie Jones was on there, and he was being a massive knob, and was, he was just like <laughs> being really... <laughs> Jones he was horrible. No, he's, no, he was horrible. Horrible. Anyway, Nick Hancock was on there and didn't make things better. But he was nice. This but you're not a sports man, are you? You're not no, into your no. sports. Harry Thompson, who was producing at the time, encouraged me to do it. He wrote an excellent book about Peter Cook. Mm-hmm. But so I did. I did the back end of next week, which was which is a fine show. Uh, I knew I was in trouble when uh, I told a story about a midget, mm-hmm. and Nick Hancock laughed. Then someone obviously spoke in his ear, and he went, "Of course, the BBC would like to distance themselves <laughs> from that." <laughs> Sounds, sounds like a classic Ian Lee moment. I'm never coming back. Who else was on the uh, on the panel? A uh, Chris Martin, not the Coldplay gentleman, but a comedian who's worked here, yeah. and a lady whose name I've forgotten. Chris Martin, who does work here? Yeah. What does he do here? What, what does... does he do here? He's a DJ. Yeah, he's a DJ. Huh? Um, and a lady whose name I've what's his shift? Oh, what's his shift? He's like fills in. He said he hasn't been here for about a year. Oh, no, there's another Chris Martin, and it was on last week. What? Uh, How many Chris Martins are there? Well, not that's, so we're not talking about the same Chris Martin who was on the Nick Hancock Five Live show. 
Jeez, well, that's why I thought. I, that's why I was being so friendly to him. I thought we were like brothers in absolute. Mm-hmm. And a lady who was nice and funny. I said, "Oh, you should come on my show." And she wrote down her email address, and then I threw that bit of paper away. Oh. <sighs> who, who was she? What was oh. her name? I have no idea. Was she had she... nice legs. Oh, no, that's no, mm. that's always a bonus because that's mm. one of the first things I look for in a lady. Legs. Mm-hmm. Disabled. Uh, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You're on the radio. Oh, cool, man. How's it hanging? Um, you know, it's I'm, I'm kind of sat down, so it's supported by a chair. OK, cool. You know you were talking a couple of weeks ago about chatting up women and, and men, yeah? Um, I don't remember it, but let's assume that I did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even remember well, that. Well, I've got this perfect way of doing it, yeah? First and does it involve a hypno? Yeah, I know, I know. You've got to make eye contact. Then you give them your chat up line, pay them some compliments, and you start talking to them. It's easy as that. Hey, when you put it like that, that sounds like the award-winning formula for picking up ladies. Eye contact is imperative. Eye contact? You're breaking up a bit, uh, Ian. Well, that's the next thing that happens once you've picked up the girl, is you break up. I so think... eye, eye contact, chat up lines, and then... Make some compliments. Give them compliments. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you've got legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking into your eyes, and they're lovely eyes, and I'm going to keep <laughs> looking at your eyes. There's another thing that happens with eye contact later on in a relationship that can really make you feel powerful. What? <laughs> <laughs> Eloise, you're a lady. Yeah. Um, we've got the test back today, and you are a lady. It's uh, would Nathan's uh, technique, would that work on you? Uh, yeah, seems all right. Um, although, I remember that Nathan visits strip bars oh, and pays a pound. Geez. Oh, yeah, he does. He pays... Oh, come on. That's he, he pays a pound for a stripper. Now, come on. Come on. Where, if, listen, if it's a fiver or a tenner, you can put it in the garter belt. Where are you going <laughs> to slip a pound? <laughs> there's, there's, there's not like they've got a slaughter... These are some laddie laughs, aren't, aren't they? they? These are laddie laughs. We're back away from the laddishness. That's the laddishness Ian, now. Ian, no Ian. more laddishness, Nathan. Ian. You've brought out the worst in us. <laughs> I know. Ian, listen to this, yeah? Yeah. Is it you blowing well, I've off? I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work with teenagers, troubled teenagers. You have? What? Yes, okay. I have. Right. And that's why, that's why between the ages of 14 and 21, it's called the formative years. Right. It's sort of like when our personality... It's like the sequel to like the Wonder the Years. Yes. Right, that's between the ages of 14 and 21. OK. Right, and that's a, a, we've got a lot of environmental pressures then as well, you know? OK. Environmental yeah. pressures. It takes a lot. So we've got to go through like, puberty and things like that. And, you know, it's the biggest and important stage in our Why life. You, can, Nathan, may I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Why are you talking to me about teenagers' puberty? Because I've done a lot of work with them, and it's, you know, some of my political work has been based on that. OK. I was about to cut you off, but... It can get tricky, because you're thinking about the sea levels rising. Yep. You're thinking about crop prices going up, price of petrol, hair appearing on different parts of the body, wanting to touch other people of maybe a similar sex or a different sex. It's a confusing time between 14 and 21, the seven-year itchiness years, if you will. But if you can get through them, as Neil Young said, 24, and there's so much more. Yeah, cool, man. Good. Good. I've got to go, yeah? Yeah, you have.
So, uh, that was uh, Nathan there. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number if you'd like to give us a call and, uh, and contribute to the show. We're here, of course, to talk about uh, the Clip Joint, which is the show that we're doing Friday evening, That's live right. in Camden Town, London, England. The, the heart, many would say the heart of uh, the world. I would say that Camden is very much the nucleus. Yes. Islington, the cytoplasm. Heard. And maybe one's worth the cell membrane. Yeah. If you're thinking of London in a cultural cell. Form. I would say Birmingham's the spleen. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about that. We, we'll talk about that a bit later on. Ian Morris, the uh, one of the creators of the In Betweeners, is going to be there as well. So we can uh, we, we'll, we'll talk and about. And also a, bit. a writer on Flight of the Concords. Yes, of course. Oh uh, double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. We're also just you know. Hello, is that my? Have I got my phone on? Do I apologise. I received uh, or oh, received a text from my wife. Hang on one second. Make sure. <laughs> Not in trouble. Hang on, excuse me. Old intermarriage text situation. <laughs> oh dear, no, 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 no. Um, I went to a, uh, a restaurant earlier. I won't say which restaurant it was because the service was absolutely bloody awful to the point where I thought if they... Uh, I didn't pay a tip. I, I gave them no tip, no service charge. And you're a tipper. I am a tipper because I get uncomfortable. and I, So I give them... I, I normally give big tips. I didn't give a tip and they started talking about me in their funny foreign language. Mm. It was a pizza place. I think they were speaking Italian. OK. Uh, but the service was awful. First thing was I was sat, I was sat there on my own. And I'm, I'm confident about eating dinner on my own. I quite like it. And the the waiter was came and stood behind me. Yeah. Well, whilst you were eating. No, but while I was while I was sat there waiting to order. Can I help you? I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was talking to me. So I then had to t- do a big turn round. Oh, you're talking to me? Yes, I'd like to order order some food. That was the first thing. The second thing was the wine was stored on a shelf above my table. So I'm eating my meal, and he gets a chair beside my table and stands on it. And then leans over my table. Well, that's rude. Without even g- now, asking. Was the restaurant busy? Not that busy, no. Well, why are they putting out a yeah, table which is beside the wine? Yep. It's obviously, it could be a personal thing. Yep. Now, this restaurant is near where we are just now. It's near to your, it's your, near. your work lodge. It's nearby. So maybe you're a face to them. Maybe something happened. Maybe. That they took umbrage yeah, yeah, off to. Yeah. With. Um, with. And they don't like you for some reason. That could, that's reason number one. Yeah. The second is they were having a bad night. They want to rail the customers. Yeah. The third reason yeah. is that you're suffering from some kind of ritual restaurant paranoia. Yeah. And they were just trying to get some wine. Yeah. The guy was in a rush, trying to ask what you wanted. He maybe didn't come around and give you the eye contact. He didn't give me the eye contact I, des- I deserved. So there are different reasons why this okay. might happen. Okay. I had to. Uh, I asked for a toffee dessert. I got chocolate dessert. Well, that's just bad. That's, that's um, I uh, waited five minutes after having my main course, the plate collected, before I actually said, "Could I get the dessert menu, please?" Because no one brought the dessert menu to me. Mm-hmm. I had to ask three times for a glass of tap water. Very, very poor. There was something else that annoyed me as well. Because that, now I've said that all out loud, that doesn't sound that bad, really. It, it sounds railing. And I, I can fully empathise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bad service, yeah. there, there's no excuse for it. Also, a woman, get this, Eloise, a woman came in to the, the place mm. and she was carrying food from another place. She was carrying a yoghurt. Did she eat it there? She was eating it there. You can't take Ooh, food from no. one venue into another venue. Well, no, you can if... Right, here's an example. Here's something that I do. OK. Um, there's a well-known coffee chain. Yeah. I really like the coffee. We were speaking about them before. Excellent, excellent coffee. And I don't like their croissants and their pastries. Yeah. And come a morning, yeah. there's another place I like to get maybe a pan raisin from. Okay. 
and uh, see where you're going with this. Carry on. Put that in the bag along with my newspaper. No. Or my book. Yes. And I'll go in, buy the coffee in the establishment, but eat a pastry from somewhere else. You can't do that, Dougie. You cannot (laughs) do that. I think that's a bit different. I think you can get away with that, but in a restaurant situation, I don't think you can. No, it's the same thing. You cannot take food. Gatford, back me up on this. I'm, I'm with you 150%. You, can, you cannot well, that's take a mathematical food. impossibility, but you cannot but take food. And that's, from, that's uh, why I can't take this argument yeah. seriously. So it's always coming yeah. with 150%. Which is, is now, well, Dougie, you're normally a sane and, and, and very, you've given me the advice before to pay my taxes, which is very good advice. <laughs> which is I'm afraid, still excellent advice. Yeah, yeah. It's excellent advice, and I hope to get some more at Clip Joint on Friday. But you cannot take food from one restaurant into another. No. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. But what, in my defence... I don't, I don't bring out the panel raisin and eat it openly. I have it in the bag. I take bits out <laughs> from it. <laughs> you nip to the toilet. So, <laughs> yeah. And there have been a couple of times where some of the uh, the people have walked past. Well, why is he chewing? Because we know for a fact he's not bought that food. he didn't buy any food here. Uh, uh. Um, and I just pretend that I've read something Come in the foreign you. news part of the Times that's made me so angry. It's made me chew, <laughs> chew my own tongue off. <laughs> Wouldn't it be more appropriate to fill in the feedback form and say, could you please start stocking these panoraisins? They're really nice. You know the thing I about the feedback... Them. Gatford, the thing about yeah. the feedback forms, right, is the manager or the person on duty throws away the, the bad ones. So if you say, oh, I thought the staff were a bit surly or I thought the mm. toilets weren't mm. very clean, mm. they chuck those away. Mm. All the good ones say, well, I really enjoyed the, uh, the, the, the fine selection of teas that you have. They'll keep those and send those on to central management. Mm. But the thing is, I've seen people come into this coffee place before yeah. just to come in to use the toilet. Yeah. Now, I know for a fact that one of the people is homeless. Now, he's not bought anything. <laughs> At least I bought a coffee when I he's went He's not even paying there. taxes. This guy's got... Well, yeah, 150% not paying taxes. <laughs> <that guy. laughs> Gaffin, imagine if you had to pay 150% tax. That'd be terrible. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Gatford. So the homeless man goes in and uses the toilet. Goes and uses... No, listen. Yes. I'm behind him, metaphorically, with the fact that he needs to use the toilet and he doesn't yeah. have one in his house to use. But not when I'm sipping down a double macchiato in the morning and a panel raisin from somewhere else and I may feel the need to use that toilet. I don't want to be going in after him. Here's a question that's been bug- bug- bugging me for years. It's a bugbear. Why does coffee make you want to poo? Well, it's the um, it's a mixture of reasons, really, but predominantly the caffeine. Thanks very Stimulant. much. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. We're here. We're talking. And we can talk to you. Oh, I'm getting hassled from Lara, who phoned up the show yesterday. We had an argument. Oh, yeah. All I said was that women shouldn't be allowed to fly aeroplanes. That's all. Not many do. Well, the one flew me back from Greece, mm. and I just—I don't think they should be allowed. To. Anyway, she's been kind of arguing with me on on Facebook, and she hung up during our argument. So I've just done the same to her and hung up on her and unfriended her. Wow. On Facebook. Wow, you've certainly shown her who's she boss said, tonight. She said you're losing a lot of the respect of the diehard Absolute fans, Ian. Um, I don't care, Lara. <laughs> I literally could not care uh, less. I, I opened my fly this evening to do a wee and my toilet, and do you know what happened? No. A moth flew out. Wow. A moth flew out. I don't know if it flew out of my uh, my pants or my penis, but a moth flew out. I thought that's, that tells a story. Well, that tells a story. it's a sad indictment, isn't it, when a moth flies out of that area, and you just think, like the... I don't know, like the Beatles, it was all in the past, really, and you've got to move yeah, on. Yeah, I I'd, uh, I bet the Beatles were really nasty. No, 
Oh, oh, hey, I'm looking forward to that George Harrison film. Oh, I was supposed to go and see that um, tomorrow night. I think I'm going to see that tomorrow Ooh. night. I might be going to a screening. You lucky or, stars. Or it may have been last week. It was one of the two. Mm. Um, Eloise, what day is uh, E17? Uh, E17 is Thursday. Yeah, we're going to go and see E17. Right. I'm going to make. <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> and that ha- uh, George Harrison thinks tomorrow. Yes, I'm totally going to go and see George Harrison. Why did you try and get a? Another uh, plus one, so don't go. Huh? What? No. Okay, no, you can't get. You don't want. You're busy tomorrow, aren't you? Do you know what? I well, Uh, I mean, I would like to go and see it, but you're busy. I'm I'm supposed to be doing something, but what are you supposed to be doing? I'm meant to be in this edit. Well, then which has got go. something to do with clip joints on a Friday night, which, which is what we too much. No, I, in fact, what I'm doing an edit tomorrow, but we can talk about okay. what we're doing on Friday. So you couldn't come tomorrow. Well, what anyway. time? What time? What time? Five. It doesn't say on that email actually. I thought it was five till nine. But have you applied long. to her because there might not be any spaces now? Because I sent you that while we were oh, on this holiday. This is turning into a bigger disaster. Uh, no, than I replied. I replied to that. Oh. But then she sent she sent another one saying, "Oh, well done. You've you've got through the first Hurdle. Really? Yeah, it was a bit um weird. Let's see from Naomi. Dear, we are delighted to confirm your place and a plus one. Oh, I didn't request it. Uh, <laughs> the screening will begin at six. The first half will be an hour and a half, followed by a break. The second half will commence and it'll be finished by ten. Do you want to come? I can't. I'm going to be in this edit. Oh well. Okay. It's, it's either I go to the screening or I don't take Friday night seriously. And not go to the edit, and okay. I, I, I'm, I take show business very seriously, okay. and that's why I got to go to the edit tomorrow. Night. Why don't, don't you try and rearrange it, Dougie? I can't because it's Wednesday tomorrow, and the show's on Friday. Do um, it on you know, Thursday. You know, I can't. The editor's not free, and we're on 48-hour lockdown as of tomorrow for uh, Friday. And I don't think I need to tell you how serious that is. We should we should explain what clip joint is, um, which is why you're here. Mm. Should we give away a pair of tickets as well? Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. First person to call up can have them. <laughs> I, there's, we, not, there's not even a question No, I try and do questions and I get them wrong I once did a Who competition uh, To give away this gorgeous picture of the, the, the Who At the Royal Albert Hall And I, I came up with a really clever question uh, there's, there's some excellent footage of um, From about 1974 or 5 I think Or in the state The Who playing live in the States And Keith Moon had taken horse tranquilizers, mm. Elephant tranquilizers, mm. mm. Before the gig And he falls off his stage It's a famous thing He falls off and they prop him back up And he plays a bit and then he falls off and um, Pete Townsend so goes... So they're worse than ketamine, then? Yeah, yeah. Element, elephants, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, And so Pete Townsend goes, Right, can anyone here play the drums? And this lad, this 17-year-old lad, gets up on stage and plays, like, three songs. He plays Substitute and a couple of other songs yeah, of The Who. Yeah. And the competition was, what was the name of the guy that, that got up on stage mm-hmm. and, and played drums with The Who? And first person phones up and says a name. I said, no, nope, you're wrong. Second person phones up and says the, first, the same name as the first person. I went, no, you're wrong. Mm. Third post person phones up and says the same name as the first two people. I'm now starting to sweat thinking, uh-oh. <laughs> and then the fourth person phones up and says, actually, Ian, you're wrong. They're right. And I got the thing wrong. And yeah. uh, off calm. So if, in the, if you're going to have a quiz, don't have a question. Just, no, just give it away. First past the post. So if you want the pair of tickets, 033-123-1215, we should explain uh, uh, what it is. Yeah. It's uh, basically it's at the Camden Head in Camden. It's only four quid to get it's in. A th- it's a, it's a kind of theatre bar, isn't it? It's a theatre bar. It's, it's a theatre bar. Theatre bar. Um, there's a bar. There's a stage, and there are seats, which yeah. constitutes a theatre. Four pounds to get in. It's now, intimate. Fifty people. Sixty. Yeah. yeah. 
£4. 20 at the moment. not a lot of money, is no. it, compared to... Well, take some of the shows in the West End in London. Yeah. I mean, they are over £4, yeah. and they are not nearly Jersey as good Boys. As Jersey Boys isn't yeah, as good Jersey, as this. Jersey Boys. I, I wouldn't pay £5 to see Jersey Boys. I've actually paid to see Jersey Boys, and it's, it's excellent. Uh-huh. Yeah. OK, well... Oh, hang on, who's this on the line? Hello? Who's, who's this? It's Fatboy. Is this Fatboy the Masturbator? Yeah. Hmm. Are you masturbating now? I'm nearly done. And what can we do for you? Please don't. Want I want those tickets. I know. We've got a problem here. We've got a, we're in a, a minefield here. We've got a major problem here. Um, and the problem is, is what's happening at the moment in <laughs> other other environs off a little island I like to call Great Britain, which is not so great at the moment. Um, now, I don't think you finished the competition <laughs> there. The first person to call up who isn't pleasuring themselves <laughs> will win. Oh, that's not fair. I'm going to go to the Ofcom. All right, no, <laughs> easy. No, no, don't, don't go to the Ofcom. Do not go to the Ofcom. <laughs> Fat boy, would you like you... We have to give him the, we have to give him the tickets, don't we? We're legally obliged to okay, All right, OK, OK. If you come, will you promise not to masturbate during the show? I'll try. Well, come on, for goodness sake, have some self-control for 60 if, minutes to 70 minutes if we go over. If we see anybody masturbating, we will be ejecting them from the premises. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to be ejecting anyone when they're ejaculating. Listen, we'll get someone else to do that. I am not a party to that in any way whatsoever. Nothing wrong with going on three now and then. <laughs> I'm not even going to reply to that because there's, <laughs> there's every, everything wrong. <laughs> OK, fat boy, well, we'll see you later. I, I guess we won't be shaking hands. OK, all right, then. And you know where to go? Yeah. Where? Uh, uh, Camden. OK, you go to Camden <laughs> and you bring a friend. I ain't got any friends. OK. OK, we'll, we'll buy one or, or just bring, bring someone who isn't a friend. And, and come to the Camden Head on Friday for 7.30 start. OK. And you can watch the show. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Wow, that's the sound of the London theatre goer right there. That backfired, didn't it? You're actually going to get to meet him. Oh, I don't want to meet him. Will you take a photo of him? No. I want to know if he looks like Vinny. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. He's coming to see the show. Anyway, it's Friday. Yep. starts so at 7.30. It's about an hour long uh, at the Camden Head, and we show clips of things that we like or think are interesting or funny, and we've got some good clips. I think we benefit the public in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also have a guest, don't we? Uh, Ian Morris, who is uh, one of the creators of the Inbetweeners and writers of the Inbetweeners TV series and films, uh, film, uh, and uh, he wrote a couple of episodes of Flight of the Concords. He's worked with Jimmy Carr. He worked on the Eleven O'clock Show. He's done loads of things, and he's a very, very funny person. So uh, Ian Morris is going to be there. bringing along a clip to show. We don't know what the clip is. Also, we don't know. He's definitely bringing a clip because I need to. F- he, he sent me a tweet today saying, "Do I need to bring a clip?" Mm. So I, I'll have to find him up tomorrow and just fill him in. Yeah. Well, as we know, tomorrow is then forty-eight hours lockdown. Yeah. Which yeah. we've established lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So we need to dot the i's and cross the t's tomorrow. Yeah. And and also we invite the audience to bring clips. Yes, and we show some of their clips. As and it well. can be anything. It can be uh, like a. We'll be about two minutes long. But mm, two mm. minutes, three minutes tops, two I would to say. Two to three. Uh, a, a scene from your favourite film, home video of your nana d- doing. <coughs> Sorry, I was just coughing. No, you cough. A uh, home video of your nana, uh, a pop video, a clip from a kid's TV show. Not just any. Not just home video of your nana. That, that's a bit well, too general well, for my life. Well, you know, okay. you don't, you don't, hello, it's someone's nana. It's like, fair enough. Good oh. that the grandparent is still alive. Yeah. But, you know. 
at the end of the day, you might have wanted to see something else. Something that means something to exactly. you. Yeah, could can be funny, could be interesting, could be of a public service. Eloise? Sorry, can I ask, do people have to talk to them? I missed if you said, uh, talk about them, I missed if you said that. They don't have to if they're nervous, but it would be nice if they could kind of yeah. just set it up and explain. We'll, listen, we're professionals, Eloise. We'll do the, do the talking and we'll get the words out of them. Yeah, and because uh. people aren't, coming on stage to be shouted at no, or, it's a friendly or, or, place. or shouted down. It's a communal atmosphere on a Friday, the gateway to the weekend, and yeah. it's a nice gateway. It's, it is nice. Uh, <laughs> and it'll be an hour long, and you can come and, you know... Half seven out. to half eight. The good thing about half seven start for yeah. an hour show yeah. is that it gets to half eight, you're having maybe a pint or a rum and coke after the show. You're yeah. mingling with or the a, other Or audience. a WKD. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Whatever floats your boats. It's, say, 20 to nine, you're thinking... Yeah. Hold on, there's still a lot of Friday nights still to go. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of possibilities. You might have come with your girlfriend. You might uh, want to go to a discotheque with your girlfriend. Yep. You might like someone. Camden, there's lots and lots and Camden, lots of things happening. Camden is a hotbed for Belushi's. discotheques, which are 20 years past their sell by date. But by <laughs> God, they're discotheques all the same. If you want to walk into a pub in Camden and hear Part Life by Blur blaring out four yeah. times in the same night, which I do, yeah, then you've come to the right place. Not the place where we are, no. but other places in Camden. Uh, so it's the Camden Head, it's Friday. Uh, Seven thirty tickets are five on the door, four pounds in advance. If you want to, if you're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups slash clip joint, and uh, also there's going to be a YouTube channel that we mm. work like our own mm. TV channel, mm. not proper TV on the internet. Mm. It's, well, it's YouTube, isn't it? it? It's 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 YouTube, isn't it? Uh, Nick, uh, Harry, will speak to you after this. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. great, feels fantastic to use, and if you love football, you need it. Trust me. Get it from the App Store. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Eloise is through there. Hello, Eloise. Eloise. Uh, Dougie Anderson is there. Hello, Dougie. Hello, Ian. Uh, My wife has texted me. Um, I am unable to sleep after you told me you heard noises in the house. This is true. I heard, I was in the house on my own last night. I swear to God there was someone in the house. I heard someone walking through the house last night and this morning. And what I did, because I was too... A combination of being too tired to get up and have a look and also too scared to get up and look. I don't want to disturb burglars Mm. because they would probably kill me. (laughs) So what I did, I'm lying in bed, right, and the house is silent apart from someone walking through the house. So I went... So they would hear me, think I was asleep, believe that I I posed no threat to them whatsoever, (laughs) would carry on taking my computers and TV and stuff like that and leave without smashing me over the head with a hammer. Apparently, if there is a a spirit in your house or wherever you feel the presence, what you're supposed to do is just ask the two questions, who are you and what do you want? And that is apparently... And then they just. I'm Big Steve and I want your telly. <laughs> yeah. I want your bum. But then she sent another text. Listening to you, make it good. She's not listened to this show for, I can tell you for almost exactly how long, for nearly 20 months. That's how old my son is, and that's when she stopped listening. Uh-huh. Then she sends a third text. Don't be offended. Who is this Irish man? <laughs> 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 she didn't. She said, "Who is this Irish man? Would you like to explain that you're Welsh?" <laughs> I'm one quarter of the hot house flowers, you stupid woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's Scottish, love. He's Scottish. Uh, he's, he's not Irish. <laughs> I do apologise. She's not very good with accents. She's good. What she'll now, she'll send me a text now or we'll say later on. But I'm, I'm half Greek. I don't know accents. Oh, rubbish. She, she will say that. She doesn't know sayings either. She doesn't know... If you say to her, Rolling Stone gathers blank looks. <laughs> Rodney Wood. What? <laughs> <laughs> In many ways, that's a true summary of the Rolling Stones' history. Nicholas in Gloucestershire. Mm. Oh. Hello. Hello, are you chomping on a sausage? No, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Look, I want to um, say sorry. Last time I phoned up when you were with Dougie, I said, oh, you act a bit of a twat with Dougie. OK, um, don't use that word again, then. OK, I'm sorry. Um, but actually, <laughs> I find you very, very funny with him. And um, it was probably me being a dick. OK, again, you know, <laughs> steady on. <laughs> Listen, if I may button for a second Please to do, save do. the show from getting taken off air, um, we all call each other wallies from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> and spanners. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know for a fact that Ian was once a spanner. and Sorry? uh And I've actually got wally from tomp to tomp before. It's human nature, it happens. And Nick, were you the one that did it on Twitter? Yeah, oh. and Why did you have to mention that? Oh. oh, I blocked you on Twitter, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And I then did. I found up and you let me back on. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, in that case, uh, I, might, I might block you again. Um, please don't. Okay. You know, I used a hairdryer for the first time the other day. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's, it's true. It's a true story. <laughs> oh, it's mental. I used up my hair as well. It was but there was a <laughs> <laughs> There was a big thing, like, I... Do I use it on my pubes? No, but... I, I in the gym hat. that I, I'm no longer a member of because it was a waste of money, uh, I, several times I saw a gentleman using a hairdryer to dry his body, including his penis, and he actually, this is God's honest truth, uh-huh. he's got the hairdryer yeah. and he's drying his whole body, he actually lifted up his uh, winkle that, and drew, and drew I his think, I think that makes, that makes sense, oh, though. Come If you come out of a shower and you're drying your hair... No, I use a towel. No, if you've already towelled down, but you just want to give that extra oh. bit of warmth, just, just to make <laughs> yeah. sure, just to make sure you're 150 percent dry. <laughs> oh. Nick, would you ever dry your um, testicles with a hairdryer? Absolutely. I've seen a Absolutely. guy. I've seen one guy once double dry it. He had two hair dryers. Well, tonight, Ian. Yes, Nicholas. I used an electric toothbrush. It wasn't mine. Hell no. I don't care about the bristles. It was someone else's. And I couldn't help but feel that I like a manual toothbrush. Right, OK, there's so many things wrong with this. First of all, it's toothbrush, not toothbrush. Okay, Secondly, no. you never use someone else's toothbrush unless you are their lover. I remember... Uh, uh, and uh, even then, I mean... Well... Uh, well, you say that. I once. I've been out with girls for many oh. years, and yeah. I would never stick their toothbrush in my mouth. But where, where are they? Nice person. Where are their tongue? You think where their tongues have been? Nicholas, exploring? some of the nicest people are also some of the dirtiest. Let me tell you. Well, that's oh. why we like them, isn't it? I believe you, Dougie. Yes. Uh, all right, Nick. You've been a little bit too creepy now. You, you can go too far uh, the other way. And there was a, a third thing wrong with that uh, story, but I can't remember what it was. But shame on you for saying it. Manual. Yes. Hey, little hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Thanks very much for calling. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if, if the show is normally as odd as this or if it's you, Dougie, bringing out the worst in people. I, I'm not bringing out anything in anyone, but somebody was a Wally there. Yeah. And I know it wasn't me. It wasn't Eloise. It wasn't Paul McCartney. It wasn't uh, the rest of Wings. <laughs> Who else was in Wings? Linda and De- Denny Lane. Isn't it odd that De- Denny Lane... It's a bit he- like Penny Lane. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. <laughs>
Can you dig it by the mock turtle? So double three oh one two three twelve fifteen in the absolute radio. Eloise is through there. Hi. Are you, what are you up to, Eloise? What are you scri- scribbling away at stuff? Oh, there? doing the show logs. Remember? Show logs. I do the show. So do you have to do that forever? Yeah, every single show. But so, what show are you logging now? Tonight. Well, okay. So tell us what you've logged so far. The whole thing. Well, did, did, did tell us. Um. 23.04, Ian introduces Dougie and they chat about panel shows. Nathan gives some ladies advice and tells us he has worked with teens and chats about puberty. Dougie preaches about getting through those difficult years. Dougie you did, you did and Ian preach. chat about clip joint. Ian didn't give a tip as he had bad service throughout and was put in a bad, bad seat, etc. Yeah. Dougie analyses this. I chose. Can I just? So I wasn't put in a bad seat. I chose that seat. Yeah. Why? Why is this all being logged? Yeah. It's for awards season, so when it comes round, I can yeah. be like, "Oh, that bit was funny." Yeah. So I highlight in red the bits ah. I think are funny. Tinker, so Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. You thinks. do all of this work for literally no reward, as <laughs> we never win awards. We never win awards. So it's we pointless. We well no, we're just not good enough to win awards. I don't know. Look at some of the people who win awards. John Gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> you said that too quickly. I met John Gaunt. He's exactly as you'd imagine. John Gaunt. I always get mixed up with John Gaunt and Nick Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> There's an I, angry man. I like a bit of Nick Ferrari in the mornings. I like a little bit of, a bit of Nick. I, I, only, I don't listen to him in the mornings, but when I see him on shows, yeah, yeah, he always starts with a slight. Sometimes a silly jocular precursor, yep. or yep. hey, I'm an everyman, but then he goes straight into opinion. He goes, yep. Well, well, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, you can see that. But that's what I think. And he's John, like, John Gaunt talks a bit like this, and it's like, No, my friend, no, no, last stop you there, my friend, yeah. no, 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 it's magic. He's yeah. a bit like that. He's a bit of a gobshwum. Oh, he's, he's a, a gobshwum. <laughs> oh, I put that in the log. Well, he's a gobshwum. D- he's a gob- gobshwum. Uh, 11 59 and 56 seconds, John Gaunt is a gobshwum. <laughs> <laughs> Quote of Douglas Anderson. Gonti. Oh, Gonti. 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 <laughs> okay, we got Gonti in, on the line. What are you saying? He, I you said did? to I, I saw him in, uh, uh, he was on this morning this, at the same time as, as me, and, I, and uh, I kind of, I had to talk to him because we were sat next to each other. And I went, this is Gonti. This is Gonti. I went, all right, Gonti. <laughs> Um, all right, all right, John. My name's Ian. I, you know, nice to meet you. I've heard you on the radio. Da, da, da. And he was talking about um, being out of work. And I said, You got much work coming up? He said, No, I've not got much work coming up. <laughs> and I said, uh, Do you know what, John? Because you've got to be polite in these situations, haven't you? Uh, and, I, you know, I, I know he's a gobshwan, but I didn't want to say anything. So I said, I said Do you know what, Gaunty? It amazes me that <laughs> when you got the boot from Talk Sport, because that's what happened, uh, that you weren't snapped up immediately by somewhere else. And he said, and I quoteth, um, yeah, I know. I can't do his voice now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I'm, like I'm the best talk show host in Britain. Oh, come he, I on. I am the best talk show host in Britain, quoted Gaunty, uh, Gaunty, John Gaunty. 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 The <laughs> that is total gobshwan. He's totally, total <laughs> gobshwanism. Did he not have a, some legal battle with someone? He, Which uh, we probably can't talk about. No, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it because it's, it's all it finished was, and it sorted. Was, it was Gaunty, wasn't it? It was Gaunty who um, uh, he called a councillor on air a Nazi mm. and then he changed it to a health Nazi uh, and he got the boot from Talk Sport and then he sued Talk Sport uh, and lost and then he appealed and I think he lost the appeal. I may be doing he him a disservice. He sometimes does the newspapers reviews on Sky News in the morning with Eamon. I, 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 Eamon Holmes, mm. you've worked with Eamon, haven't you? I've I've been on his show on Radio Five once, and I think he's one of the nicest chaps in show business. Isn't he just? I also think. How is that possible? He I, shouldn't be. And I, how shouldn't he be? Well, because you, he's he, got no reason not to be nice. No, you, not but to you, be a nice chap. Because he's just kind of that ubiquitous kind of on Somebody's television. Somebody's turning into a bit of a gaunty. <laughs> 
Somebody's gone a bit gonji gorchom. But he is the nicest person. He's a lovely in guy. In the world. He's always stops and has a little chat with me and asks how work's going and asks what I'm up to. I think he's a lovely child. terrifying. Sorry? He looks terrifying. No, he, he well, he, 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 I think it's just because he's been around for so long that I expect him to be like a, I expect him to be, I'm going to say this word, I expect him to be a bastard. Just mm. because he's that kind of media presence that's always been there. And he's the sweetest, There are so many people man. who have been in show business... Uh, in shorter times than the name in had, yeah. and they don't have one iota of yeah. his decency. Yeah, and he's very funny as well. Yes, yes. And his wife Ruth is lovely. Ruth, I've never met her, but apparently, she's yes. lovely. Yeah, yeah. And they're always just like bickering away with each other. And uh... but yeah, so sometimes Gonti's on on with Eamon Yeah, in the morning. Sometimes Big James Whaley. Yeah. And... <laughs> I remember having an argument with you on Rise once about James Whale versus Clive Bull. Wow, we had actually had a no, like we weren't, we didn't fall out. Yeah. Of and the answer, of course, was Tommy Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> Here in Macca, Don Boatu. <laughs> I'm doing Sky um, News on Saturday night. On Saturday night, ten forty-five. Who, who's who's hosting that? Um, there is a Sky News anchor, and she's a lady, and I've got a little bit of a fancy for her. I like all of the ladies yeah, on Sky they News. They are, they are, and even and the sports people, the Sarah Jane Mees and all this, they're very good looking. Um, um, Eloise, can I check? Do you know if I have I played the adverts yet? Uh, no, you didn't. I'll do that now. Chrysler invites you to a little space exploration with a new Chrysler. <laughs> v- Vinny, yeah. have you ever had a get out of the anal canal? No. Okay. <laughs> That was uh, Aerosmith uh, and the Run DMC band and their song, Walking Like That. <laughs> so, Vinny, you've never had a get out of the anal canal? No. OK, well, uh, Verinda, you're through to Dougie Anderson. What would you like him to help you with? Who is he? I uh, need that again. <laughs> I mean, uh, what does he help you with? Well, that's for me to help you with and for you to tell me what you want to help with. So you can help me with anything? Yep. Here to help. Uh, I... uh, I don't really need any help. Finny, why don't you tell um, Dougie where you're going on Monday night? Yeah, um, I'm being forced to watch some penises. (laughs) Mm. Some sword festival or something like that. You're going to have a, a, a sword festival. <laughs> Let, now let's just let's just recap. You're being forced to watch some penises, <laughs> and what I got after that was it's a sword festival. It's sort of a festival. It's sort of a festival. It's so sort yes, of so. a festival. Yeah. What sort of a festival is it? Uh, I don't know, uh, asking, he's the one who's forcing me. No, what's happening is we are, uh, very generously, Eloise and myself will be taking Vinny with us to the puppetry of the penis at the right. Leicester Square okay. Theatre. Right, now, right, which is f- fully above board. Yes. It is a legal, a legal theatrical show. Yep, yep. A lot of people go to it. It's even in listings magazines. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's fine. You don't need my help with that. Vinny, also, we, we're try- we, we've started a new Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, not for sick kids, it's for listeners. Uh, we, it's not quite called that. It's got The t- title's much more complicated. No. But basically, people send in their dreams, their hopes, their wishes, their, their, their 
dreams. Uh, <laughs> and we try and make them come true. For example, on Thursday, we're taking uh, a young lady, with, I believe has big knockers, to meet John from E17. That's happening. Claudia. Claudia. She's meeting John from E17. No, no, John... The builder one. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. builder one, not the painter and decorator one. Yeah. John Hendy. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He he's good. Yeah, you're the man I wish I could be. Uh, so she's going to meet him. So we're making that dream come true. And if you've got dreams, dear listeners, go to the AbsoluteRadio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. Details of how you can get in touch. We've got a big list. We're going to work through them. Vinny's dreams are as follows: to get free tickets to a music festival. That one's not happening. No. To um, well, the ha- penis thing is sort of a festival. The, the penis so. thing. Okay, yeah, to see penises being stretched into all kinds of shape, including uh, uh, hamburger. To go on a date with Eloise and she pays, mm. to come into the studio, and to talk to a prostitute. Right. We are going to make all of those things happen <laughs> on Monday night. Well, I must, uh, dear listener, if you're listening to this and you're a prostitute or a pimp, could you get in touch with us, please? Because that's the one we're kind of struggling a bit mm. is finding a prostitute who will talk to Vinny. Yeah. Haven't got I, perform- I don't want an old one either. I want like, someone like you didn't specify 30. that in your dream or wish. We'll just see what yeah. we, we can get, Vinny. Sometimes the older <laughs> pimp can give you the longer the pleasure. <laughs> that's, that's a Chinese pro- proverb, I think. <laughs> if you're a prostitute, uh, oh, you work in the sex industry and can find someone that will talk to Vinny, yeah, I haven't even got to touch him. Uh, then the please. older the prostitute, the lower the price. <laughs> From the neon dynasty. The older the prostitute, the lower the knockers. Uh, Vinny, yeah. Yeah. so it all sounds like good fun. Yeah, I'm a bit scared, though, about these penises, especially now you're telling me that they're turning to hamburgers or something. The man who feels fear is a man who's probably also feeling an elderly prostitute. <laughs> I'm just sending a tweet out. Are you a prostitute? We need you for Monday night. Vinny, is there any particular cuisine you want for our in-studio date? Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, that'll do. Chinese, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll do. OK. Yeah, uh, can I ask, uh, do you watch a lot of Batman films? Um, no, I, I think not, I've only ever... S- not, not you, uh, Douglas. I do uh, apologise. Uh, I've, I've seen all of them, I think, but I don't watch them that much. Yeah, because uh, you're getting a lot of quotes from the... Uh, to conquer fear, you must become fear. We did, well, no, well, didn't I, say I, that. I, 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 literally, I literally didn't say that. I think I said to feel fear is akin to yeah, I, I, touching I an elderly I'm, prostitute or something. I'm, I'm, I mean, well, I mean, as far as I know, say, that was not in Batman Returns. But I haven't seen it for a few years, so it may well be. But, but I mean, some of the underlying themes in the Batman franchise have never, to my knowledge at least, got into hardcore prostitution. <laughs> Um, but then again, I watched two of them on a flight and I was quite drowsy, so it may well have done. Uh, oh, OK, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, hey, hey, the man who apologises to another man... Is the Joker. Hey, hey, there, see? And that was in Batman. Two and three. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny, say hello to Barry. <coughs> All right, Barry. All right, uh, old mate. Can I just say, by the way, Vinny, um, uh, Vinny has somehow got hold of my home phone number. Oh, cool. Uh, I know, I know, terrifying. Uh, and yesterday... Can uh, you not say this, please? Say it. Okay. No. Say it. No. Okay. Yesterday. Uh, I'm going to switch off then. Okay. Yesterday, Vinny sent me a text after the quarter past one in the morning saying, mm-hmm. "You are out of order." Really? And I wrote, I wrote back, "What? Is it? Are you talking about John Looney, who, who's a caller, or are you talking about Lady Pilots?" He wrote Lady. back, "John." 
He's put the phone down. All right, yeah. He said, he then said, um, I don't really care, but that John can be a dick. Mm. I don't hate him, I just don't like him. He underestimates me, which is okay. Wow. Yeah, so fighting talk there with Vinny and John Looney. I'll get another stroppy text now saying, why did you say that? <laughs> Barry, cool. sorry, yes. Well, I'm sort of amazed by that because, yeah. frankly, yeah. when I put the phone down, that's the end of it. I, I'm not, you know, going over my mind what went on on your show. No, you never send me emails asking, was that all right? Was that a bit too blue? <laughs> was that funny? Did Don't I go give too far? the game away. <laughs> no. Don't reveal the magic to yeah. the listeners. <laughs> Very little magic with this. They don't. Re- they think it's all off the cuff. They don't realise we've discussed this magic during the, the day. Are you going? Oh, hang on, John. Globule. Thank you very much. Uh, oh well. Uh, <laughs> are you going to be coming Friday night, Barry, to uh, Dougie and Ian's clip joint? Yeah. When is it on? Uh, Friday. <laughs> where? Where is the question? The, well, the question. The, the question you asked was where. No, when? And he said Friday. No, he you said, said Friday. I, 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 I heard when. I heard I, when. Well, no, I know what I said. Well, I I told, it was, it, anyone wants to listen to the podcast, podcast I said, said where. When? I said when? where. We could listen to the log back. That'll, that'll tell us. Ready? Listen to the log back. <laughs> 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 now, that was in a porno of Batman. It was actually oh. disgusting. A porno of but, Batman? Yeah, the Jimmy Riddler. I've seen that one. Now, the thing is, I was wanting to speak to Vinny about he wants a Chinese. Yes. Oh, God. I won't mention the restaurant, but tonight, oh, God, I had, it's a lobster. Yes. Beaten batter, deep fat fried. A deep fat fried lobster? Oh, God, it was bloody horrible. And I... (laughs) I'm sure I ate a lobster's face. Oh, God. Was it still alive inside the batter? Oh, God, I hope not, but there's something inside of me now. terrible, Barry. I feel sick and he added... And I I picked something off it. I think it's one of his tentacles (laughs) off his nose. I have those little black eyes on a lobster. I think I've eaten one. (laughs) My question to Dougie is, will it kill me? It's a very good question. Of course, hey? no. I was just saying. I was the precursor to my answer was. It's a very good question. Yeah, and can I have a very good answer? It's not going to kill you. At the oh, very worst, God. at the very worst, you're going to have some antacid problems. All you need is some tums, some rennies, Pepto Bismol, that kind of stuff, and a cork. And a, yeah. and a cork. No, no. For goodness' sake, you don't want a cork. Let yeah. it out. Don't block yeah, up. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You don't want don't a cork. Don't block up your oh, canal. I, uh, you know you can tell that something's going to happen two, three o'clock in the morning because I can't get that lobster's face. It's in the post. It's <laughs> know, in the post. I know what you mean. You you picture the food, don't you, yeah. when you know it's going to happen? And that's I'll do why one you, of them. Yeah. You know one of these? <laughs> Barry, Barry, Barry. I'll do one of them. Barry, I, I should yeah. just tell you we've got a lady on the line now, so just oh. kind of watch your language. Well, I was doing some deep breathing. I wasn't doing nothing rude. Well, it sounded a bit mucky. Katya? Oh. Hello, hello, uh, man. Hello, man. Hello, lady. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm uh, surprised I got through, like, just like that without talking to Eloise. Oh, don't be surprised. There's no-one phoning in. Anyone can get through. <laughs> okay. No, nothing surprising about that, love. 
What can we do for you? Um, um wanted to oh. talk about coincidences. That was a coincidence, because <laughs> I was talking about that later on. Oh, because you're I wasn't. lovely I wasn't. wife. Yeah, sorry? No, this is Dougie. Uh, Fandango, I believe she's listening today. Maybe she's not listening anymore. I think she might have stopped listening. I've oh, not had no. a, twi- a text from her for a while. That's a shame. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk uh, about my boiler, which is being a service to is, is the coincidence he's got an old boiler as, as well? Is that what the coincidence is? No, no. And oh. uh, I wanted to say how today I recorded my boiler because it's making a really strange You've noise. You've recorded yes. your boiler? It's making a... <laughs> A very strange noise. You, did you put it on Shazam or something <laughs> to see what it was? But, but I know when the man is going to turn up tomorrow, yeah. it's not going to do the noise. Oh, that's quite so clever. I've got the proof. Can we hear it? Just the noise. Ah, uh, I have to switch the heating on, maybe. Well, no, I thought you recorded it. Ye- yes. Well, well let's I, hear the I recording. Must put, I must switch the machine on. Oh, that's, uh, oh, t- hey, don't get in touch, is he? Don't <laughs> get I'm here. I'm here. Katya. <laughs> Katia, je ne comprends pas, je ne comprends pas. Katia, Katia, look at me, look at me now. Focus, look at me, focus, look at me. Focus, listen to his voice. Okay, I, I this, this. Katia, Katia, Katia. This is what and, I want you to do. And put that in, in the machine. She's having a breakdown. Um, She's oh, no, having... no, no, I'm not. Put, put and it in I'm the machine. going to actually <laughs> continue. <gasps> no, uh, with. Uh, one one step at a time. With your lovely wife. Yeah, I, w- I was going to talk about my dream. Uh, I have never said that to anyone. Whoa, 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 what is it, the boiler, the dream? <laughs> or the coincidence? What is it? Ah, uh, uh, recording, I don't know which one. Listen, you have to believe me, it's making what? a... What, Katia, uh, have you been smoking da herb or something? Because you're talking complete and utter balls, love. I'm not. It's Where's the coincidence? Yes, the coincidence is this, that your wife is listening today and I dread... Oh, I accidentally pressed the button that cut Katia oh, off. A real sh- oh <laughs> no! Is it my turn now to be cut off? Please don't uh, be tempted to cut me off. Hello. He's oh. cut me off. You've been late. The radio station you have on at the moment is called Ab- Absolute. We're having a party. Stand in the place where you work. Now face. Remember when you met Theo from the Cosby Show. Theo from the Cosby Show. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, Dougie Anderson is here, good evening, Dougie. OK, so want a quick update on the weather, it's yes. still going on out there. Lovely. <laughs> uh, clip joint, if you want to come and see us uh, this Friday at the Camden Head, uh, small intimate venue, tickets are £4. Mm. Uh, clip joint, <laughs> no, hang on, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash groups slash clip joint. Yep. Clip. Joint. And we're going to be there after the show. I'm going to have a pint of lager with some of the audience. I'm probably going to drive back to Windsor shortly after, as uh, I have to. Fair dues, fair dues. Fair, fair dues, fair dues, indeed. Let's rattle through some of these calls. Uh, Sam Chaplin's been on the line for bloody ages. I was hoping he'd take the hint. He hasn't. <laughs> He's still there. Thank Chaplin. You. What's up? Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't think that was ironic, either. I think that was a genuine. <laughs> Hello, you all right? You don't care. What can I do for you? Um... I was going to ask um, Dougie something. Go ahead. Um, whereabouts in Scotland? Whereabouts in Scotland? Scotland are you from? 
I was born in a little place I like to call Edinburgh. Ah. Uh, ah, I was born in Inverness. Ah. Oh, so yeah. are, you, are you brothers? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Well, uh, as I like to say to mine folk at such a moment, uh, muckleyant. Muckleyant. Mengi? <laughs> um, no, no, you say it back to me. Muckle, <laughs> muckleyant. Muckleyant. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I wish um, I was Jewish. Or Italian. Is that... Now, is that because you think you stand a better chance of appearing in a very successful American sitcom? Um, no, <laughs> it's they've got the On best... HBO or CBS. They've got the best kind of shoulder... and arm, They've got the best arm movements. Hey! Like, hey that's, that's exactly... Hey! I, was, I was sitting next to my wife. Going, hey, hey! 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 The shoulders go up, mm-hmm. the neck comes down, the hands are raised. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, he's a good boy! <laughs> He's hey, a good what boy. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? do? <laughs> uh, he's a good boy, but what are you going to... Hey! Oh, what have you done to the pie? So what you're saying is Italians and Jewish people are the only groups of people who can move the shoulders in such a way as to express the fact that what is someone going to do about a situation... Like a boy or that, a pie. ...that or... could have been done before. I think so. I can't mm. think of any other group of people. Log it. Get this logged. Log this, Eloise. At 11.29, midnight 29, <laughs> we're talking about Italians and Jews. I've already put it, but I started the link at uh, 0027. OK, well, we've been talking about it for two minutes now. Using the old uh, 24-hour clock. Hey. Um, we're still talking about it, so put down at uh, exactly half past 12. No, Ian and Dougie. I don't do timings for yep, during the it's, oh. it's, uh... So if we were to stop talking about it, then come back to it, would that get the timing? <laughs> Yeah, because it gets a hyphen. Okay. To so at midnight, I'm talking uh, about uh, the internet. Really, is an amazing place, full of uh, wonder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, back to Italians and Jewish people. Hey, what you gonna do about it, huh? Yeah, well, New yeah. Yorkers as well do it. New mm-hmm, Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, what you gonna do about it, yeah. huh? I strike things from the log that are boring because I know that I'll never need. This them. is not boring. This You've is your Sony bronze. Already. You've done that it's bit. A, it's a bit like Wicker's World at times in here, isn't it? Where you, you, you've crossed the crossed the pond. Uh, Patrick's in Heathrow. Hi, oh, hello. What about you? Sorry. I say what about you? Told you. <laughs> you did tell me. You did tell me, Eloise, and I didn't believe you, but now I believe you. <laughs> Why are you in uh, Heathrow, Patrick? I'm fixing a pay-pay. Just looking at a load of clients here. They don't know what they're doing. I don't want to be on the job, I'll tell you the truth, hey, you know. That's uh, the way it goes. Well, you know? yes. OK, well, you've called up. You're, you're live on Absolute <laughs> Radio, uh, home of the hits. What can we do for you this evening? Well, I hope my boss is listening. To, you know, tell the truth, hey, you know. That's well, I don't think he'd recognise your voice. Ah, uh, he might, hey. He might. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's just a disaster, you know what I mean? Like, I've wasted a good night coming in here to do this uh, fucking pipes, you know? Steady, oh. steady, steady. All right, all right, right, right. That's a oh. yellow card. We may be able to not be able to understand anything you say. The swears uh, get through. That's a yellow card. One more and you're off. All right, all right, fair enough. And what do you say? Like, any chance you come out here and help them this, like, you know? To Heathrow? Aye. Um, well, I suppose we, I suppose we could, couldn't we, Eloise? You Danny's can. good at laying pipes. I'm not bad at mending pipes. I used to, before this, I used to be a plumber. Oh, what? What, domestic plumber or what kind of plumber? What's the other one? Domestic, industrial. Uh, I was more industrial. All right. How big was your pipe? That's a personal question. No, I mean, was it four inch, eight inch, whatever? I could, you know, I've, 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 I've handled them all. I've handled all kinds of pipes. Different yeah, inches. I only know what I suppose. Well, we're on a big one at the minute. I'm on a 12 inch pipe. Okay. 
and I'll finish leaking. Hang on one worry. second, Patrick. Stay there one second. Dougie, is he talking about penises? I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. sometimes people can get excited at airports yeah, if yeah. they're going away somewhere. Yeah. Now, what I'm getting from yeah. Patrick's conversation yeah. is that he works as a plumber yeah. at Heathrow. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. No. He'd rather be anywhere else bar there. Yeah. But he wants to enlist help. Yeah. Now, if he was alluding to pipes being like penises, yeah. we should not be jet-setting out no. Heathrow to help no. him with that. No. But no. if he needs help with his plumbing in oh, some yeah. way, then we probably should go and help him. We mm. probably should. Not that we're going to, because we want to go back to our own maisonettes tonight. Patrick, we're on our way. All right, that's fair enough. I mean, where are you? I mean, you're in Santa London. You can get a taxi out here, like, you know? I'm driving, I'm driving. As soon as the show's finished, okay. Polly, Polly's coming in at one, and I'm over there. And I'm Heathrow Expressing it from Paddington. I think it's slow. Say when you want to bring your, uh, what do you call it, your monkey wrench with you. Yeah? Yeah. Let's... Right. Oh, oh, I thought I cut him off there. <laughs> Let's go to Jimmy! What's going on, mate? Jimmy, say hello to my good friend Dougie. What's happening, Dougie? Dougie, say hello to the uh, official film reviewer of this show, it's Jimmy. It's all happening, Jimmy, I must say. I like the cut of your jib, I like your voice. You sound a bit of a, a bit of a rascal, but I like that. Yeah, likewise, mate, likewise. Oh, lads, lads. Two, two, two similar people have confronted <laughs> each other now. This could get very, <laughs> very tasty, very tasty. No, things have got a little bit spicy, and, and I like it that way. Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, indeed. <laughs> what have you got for us, Jimmy? you got a film review, mate. I have got a film review. Go on. Uh, first things first, if you don't mind. I, uh, little Dicky Bird tells me you got an invitation with an open plus one to some sort of film screening. Well, it's not an open plus one. I should have sorted out the plus one previously, and I didn't. So I'm sorry, Jimmy. I oh. cannot bring you along to the George Harrison documentary. Shame now. All right, cool. Never mind. Before yep. I start, I'm just going to let you know I'm at work here and I'm hiding. So if, if I quickly, like, okay. don't say nothing, you can cut me off whatever. You're not a prostitute, are you? No, nah, bruv. Oh, we're looking for a prostitute for Monday's show. No, no, no. All right, cool. Well, I watched this film called Tell No One. Have you seen it? No, I've not even heard of it. French film, man. Oh, so it'll be called uh, Tell No One. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it come out in 2006. Yeah, good year. Good year. Director is Galume Kane. Cast is Francois Cluzet, who plays Alexandra. Can I just but... say, can I just say, there are... Uh, that Audrey tattoo... Yeah, she's a cheeky one, isn't she? There are posters for her new movie around everywhere, and I th- yes. think she yes, is the I'm, most beautiful woman I'm, in the world. I'm more of a Isabel Huppert kind of guy. Really, yeah, I don't know yeah. who that is. You, you know, she's been in maybe one one of her breakthrough oh. successes in the UK was the Piano Teacher. Oh, okay, she was also in I Heart Huckabees. Oh, okay, okay, right. More, and um, it's, it's tattoos. She's got that. That face, that cute little face. Mm, wow. And the cute little expressions. Yep, and the, the sort of bowl cut. I like a bowl cut. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jimmy, sorry to interrupt your movie review. Please continue. Sorry, bruv. Right. So you've got Alexandra as the main character. Yes. You've got Margot, Jacques, and you've got Helen who plays his missus, yeah? Jacques. So, Jacques, yeah. Or, I mean, there must be some other way to say that, but Jacques. you know I mean? I'm, I'm not cultured enough. Is that, is you know it, do you mean Jacques? Yeah, J-A-Q-U-E-Z. Yeah, Jacques, yeah, yeah. Jacques, 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 yeah, Jacques, yeah. And Helen, right? So the main guy, Alexander, yeah, he's a paediatrician, right? He's a what? He's a paediatrician. <laughs> You're watching a film about them? Yeah, yeah paediatrician, yeah? Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you meant... Um, sorry, I do apologise. Nah, nah, nah. He's got, he, he's got like a nice life, you get me? Yeah. Like, he's not like Saudi Arabian hospital owner rich, but he's living comfortable, like, he's you know doing what I mean? a, He's doing all right for himself, He's yeah. doing all right, you know what I mean? He's but, drinking the expensive about, wine from Tesco's. What about Ava Green? About what? What about Ava Green? 
Who's Ava Green? Ava Green from, from the Dreamers, and she was a Bond. She was in the yeah Bond girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She. But she gets naked in the Dreamers. You see her. I mean, it's, it's quite an erotic scene. I, I don't like her eyes. I think what are you she, talking about? That's the best thing about her. I think she, I, I find her very pretty. Yeah, a nice, uh, nice body. Well, uh, oh, well yeah. there she is naked. <laughs> She's naked. If you're interested. In what? One's pointing upwards, one point, one's pointing right. OK. Well, All right. Well, Vinny, do you want to listen to Jimmy's film review? Oh, yeah, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, Thank carry you. on. Carry on, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, man, well, listen, like, you got the previous issue, his wife, Helen, yeah? Yeah. She was killed, like, eight years ago, right? But I'm sorry to obvious... hear that. Huh? I'm sorry to hear that. I know, it's terrible, man. I shed a little tear, you know what I mean? But it's all good. Life goes on. So obviously, like, he's well haunted by it and how it happened and that, and I ain't really going to go in any further into that because it's, it's a big part, you know what I mean, in the film, get me? Right, so one day he gets an email from his dead missus telling him to meet her at a certain place at a certain time, yeah? And to add to it, there's a little MPEG attached, yeah? Showing her entering a train station and she turns around and looks at the camera light in some deep way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, the moral of the film is, because I can't really go too mad into no. it, is that it's based around him on, on moves left, right and centre to try and find her, you get me? Yeah, so, highlights are like this, yeah? yeah. The cast are wicked, man. The acting's on point, you get me? Yeah. It's, it's nice, man. The Catch-22s, they're sick, they're sick. I did like them, man, I did like them. <laughs> the action... The Catch-22s? Is there a Japanese <laughs> pop band in there? <laughs> yeah. That's not a... <laughs> man. I haven't seen them. Okay, yes. Yeah. yes. The action is very reali- realistic. I mean, it ain't mad action, you know, crazy stuff, but yeah. it's random, yeah. but it's very, very real, man. It's okay. wicked, man. You Lovely. know, I ain't seen nothing like it, to be honest. And to finish it all off, man, it's a little bit emotional as yeah, well, man. So we all miss- like to shed a tear. will love it, man. Yeah, but we, hey, listen, us guys like to, like, shed a little tear and tell them that we've just got something in our eye and wipe it away. Nothing wrong with weeping. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Finny, you like crying at films, don't you? Um, only cried once. When? Uh, in a film. Which which film? Uh, Green Mile. Which I bit? I cried during that. Uh, when uh, he dies, uh, yeah, the big guy. Uh, is that when you cried, Eloise? Uh, I think so. Actually. Yeah, I, I cried in the uh, the Green Mile. It's a deep film, man. Cool. J- Jimmy, marks out of ten. 8.5, bruv. 8.5? Big hey, film. Yeah. I'd say go watch it, mate. He's, he's a good film, man. Oh, it's a yeah. good film. I'll get, I'll get it on the old love film, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've got a few recommendations. Okay. Uh, this is nice, yeah, isn't it? Uh, have you seen The Human Centipede? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Do you know, the amount of people, when I told them I'm doing reviews, they're like, oh, review The Human Centipede, man. See if they'll let you do it on air. Like, I've seen the trailer, bruv. I, 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 I'll review it. I'll review it. I'll review All right, it. Then. All right, uh, uh, have you seen Apollo 18, the new one, the new film out? No, 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 have you? This conversation's no. getting a little bit boring. All yeah, right, yeah, then. sorry, man. Ian. All right. So I'm going to cut you both off? Ian. Yes, Jimmy? Before I go, can I ask you, mate, a question, a bit of advice? Yeah, of course you can. Can you wear Primark shoes to your godson's Christmas? Who are you asking, Vinny? No. Uh, the other guy, I'm crap with names, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> Say it again, Vinny. Dougie. The other guy. Dougie, Dougie. that's it. Dougie. Vinny sounds like Sorry, my, my baby. <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> 
Primark shoes to to who's to a christening? Did you say? To a christening man. Okay. Um, you're wearing a suit, obviously. Are you? Yeah, Batman suit. Okay. Yeah, what, suit. What, what color is the suit? Dark blue. You're wearing a shirt and tie. Shirt and tie. White shirt. Sorry. A white shirt. White shirt. Yep. Nah, it's like a light blue. Okay, light light blue. blue. That's fine because it's a christening. It's a celebration. And what color of tie are you going for? The tie is like a shiny light blue with dark blue dots. Okay. To make me look a little bit snazzy. You okay, know that, I mean? that works. Now, what colour are the shoes? The shoes are black. Do you feel confident in the shoes? I feel very confident in the shoes. Do you I feel... Mean, they're, do you feel... Hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want yes or no. This is, this is the crux of it. Do you feel comfortable in the shoes? I do. Do you feel confident in the shoes? I feel mad confident in the shoes. Do you feel later on after the few, do you feel relaxed in the shoes? I feel uh, slightly relaxed in the shoes. Then yeah. say after me, I'm going to go to the christening. I'm going to go to the christening. I'm going to enjoy the christening. I'm going to bloody well enjoy that hey, christening. Hey, hey, verbatim, verbatim. <laughs> I did not use the B word. Let's go back, let's go back to level one. I am going... We're back at level one, but stay with me on this one. Someone's a soldier. Who's a soldier? Say, I am. I am. Okay, level one. I am going to go to the christening. I am going to go to the christening. I am going to enjoy the christening. I'm going to wee well enjoy the christening. Okay, well, let that one go. I'm going to watch the child grow up and be proud of all his or her achievements. I'm going to watch the little lad grow up and be proud of all his, all of his achievements. And at no point when I am talking to them when they're 18 and about university will I remind them that I saw fit to wear Primark <laughs> shoes to their christening. And at no point when they're... Thank you. Uh, Vinny? Yeah? Are you done? Uh, I just want to ask uh, oh, Doug something. For- God okay, here for you, Vinny. Here for you. Here for you. Uh, yeah. I, no, I, no, what did you think I said? F word. No, I said God. <laughs> I was thinking the F word. I said God. Uh, you're Scottish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Scottish? I, I am, yes. You never told me that. So, uh, so do you think that a Czech Republic player dived? Yes, I thought it was shocking. Yeah. Uh, what about today's result? Well, uh, it was 1-0, but um, the damage was done in the first game against the Czech Republic when Levine neglected to play a forward and we lost 1-0. Do you think you will qualify? I think there's more chance of me getting invited to the christening we were just talking about <laughs> than Scotland qualifying for the Euros. <laughs> Vinny, right, can, can you go away now? All right. Thank you. Absolute uh, Radio. You're listening. Yeah! We'll take this call from Jonathan, then we'll, if there's time, we'll take some calls straight to before Polly James comes on at, uh, not Polly James. 
Polly James. <laughs> Polly James is the lady from. Um... No, you're you're thinking Transmission Vamp. It is Polly James. I'm thinking of um, Sally James. I'm thinking of Wendy James. Oh, let's see if we can think of more famous Jameses. <laughs> Home James. <laughs> The chauffeur service uh, run by Helen Daniels in the fictional Soap Neighbours. And also, um, wasn't Home James a sitcom with Jim Davison in? Ooh. I know he's in Up the Elephant Around the Castle. Didn't he? Was he in Home James as well? Not We well, he played sure. a chauffeur. He might have. That rings a bell. Let's ask Jonathan. Jonathan, Home James? I don't know any Jameses. Oh, I didn't come prepared. You're an idiot. Jonathan spoke in yesterday. <laughs> what can we do for you, Jonathan? <laughs> I'd like to set the agenda and social awkwardness. Set the agenda uh, was the uh, variety night that I put on, and we did it on Friday, and it was uh, Sunday, sorry, and it was, a, it was a damn fine success, although some people missed their what? trains. It was a smashing night, but I spent the night at St Pancras floor. Yeah. Uh, sorry about so that. It was pretty rough. It was the nun, the nun overrun. I uh, know, we, I was blaming the nun. No, well, you I could have, you could have, well, no, you could have left early as well. Yeah, but it's that kind of night where I didn't want to leave earlier. Well, that's your, then I'm that's really your fault. Then, whoa, 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 whoa. Then you take those fingers that are pointing at me, and then you turn yeah. them back and point them on yourself, sir. Because I was pointing them at the nun. No. Don't know. You, 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 no, it's your fault. You missed your train. Okay. Although yeah, we will make sure that all, all the, they all, they will finish no later than ten forty from now on. I will, I'm going to make that a strict rule. It, it, the nun really tore it down. It was a really good show. I was really. Honestly, man, I'm so glad that I went. I'm, I'm really coming to the next Hey, next right. month, next month, October the 2nd, uh, we've got Josie Long. Uh, yeah. uh, we've got Matthew Crosby, for, who's uh, one of Pappy's. We've got John Archer, who is a fantastic magician, who's been on the show quite a few times. We may have a singing psychic. We, I'm, I'm, not promising, I'm not promising anything, but we may have a singing psychic. Just go. If you're a regular listener and what? you can get... Oh, I will be there. Just go. I, I, will really I will definitely be there, Jonathan. I can guarantee that. <laughs> Will you? Are you sure? I'm going to be there. Um, what I wanted to also talk about is social awkwardness, because you and Eloise have mentioned often that you're quite socially awkward, but I don't believe you. I really don't believe you. What? On stage, you are a masterclass of um, theatrical production. You you can turn any situation into well, your advantage. Let me just write, me just write that down. About... Hang on. Masterclass of theatrical... <laughs> By the way, I've got a quote on a poster. I've Have got you? a quote on a poster for the puppetry of the penis. I've heard that. I know, but he mentions a minor C word. So it's it's uh, the, the property of the penis. Not since the. This is me, right? Uh-huh. Not since the Ch- Chuckle Brothers have two been so entertaining on stage. <laughs> That's good, isn't that it? Is good. They put that on the top. That is good. Is that something you can show your parents, though? Is it? Uh, well, it, it is, because I, I, I said to my mum, well, I'm going to go and see this show. It's, it's uh, men with this, making shapes their penises. Oh, I would love <laughs> to see that, Ian. That sounds marvellous. <laughs> I was most surprised. Uh, I am incredibly... Uh, I have low self-esteem. I'm very shy and incredibly socially inept. But why? You are so successful. You're an awesome person. Whoa. I don't understand it. And uh, you take that and smoke. Louise, you're both... Honestly, you're both... Really great people. I don't understand. But see, that, so what you're ideas. saying here is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> this is just praise. Exactly, Honestly, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I can't handle it. Uh, I can't at all. Are you any good with praise, Dougie? Yes. Good, you're so good. <laughs> uh, line five, you're on the wireless. I think it should be compulsory for the people who phone the radio to make their point in the form of song instead of talking tunelessly. 
Dance, dance to the radio. Dance with a woman at the rodeo. Dance, dance to the radio and make your point of clear. Line six, you're on the wireless. OK, that's unpleasant. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. It's a good song. It's a good song. I know. It is a good song. Uh, seven, you're on the wireless. Come on in, sing with me. Hey, little hen. When, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Thank you very much. It's like stepping back in time here. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, uh, it's Andrew. Andrew, we haven't got much time. Get, get straight to the point. Uh, right. Uh, Rob from Ponder's End, I once played him in a play. Lovely. Line four. Oh, yes, I'm four. It's Glenn. Hello, Glenn. Glenn and Akron, how are you doing, mate? Hey? I'm very well. How are you doing, fella? You're right. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I, I've just been reading my five hours you fit desk. I'll tell you what, five till ten. Yep. So, uh, what is it, Ian? Uh, you got like I'm, ten uh, seconds, I'm Glenn. Of, out, uh, Glenn, we're out of time. You got ten seconds. Yeah, well, well, have a nice evening. I'll ring again sometime, all right? Good lad. Thank you very much, Glenn. Take care. Dougie, I will see you on Friday. I'll see you on Friday, the too. The Camden Head uh, Clip Joint. If you go to facebook.com forward slash groups slash Clip Joint, all of the details are there. It's only four quid. Uh, Ian Morris will be there. Dougie will be there. Uh, Eloise, thank you very much. Bye. Good Good logging. Uh, 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 yes, Polly's up next. I keep yeah. wanting to say Sally. Yeah. Polly, Polly! I got my records on. I shut the world.